Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode number 230. I'm your host, 65 Lokes, on the road, driving, lots of traffic, no more rain. The rain has cleared, sun's coming out. I don't think it's going to rain anymore uh, for like the next few days, so we'll see. I can can see like snow from the mountains just from where the distance where I'm at. It's kind of crazy to see that. because you never, I don't really rarely see it, you know, but it did rain a lot, it rained so much, and some areas got hit, like, really, really bad, but we got lucky that it wasn't so crazy where I'm at compared to other areas, uh, but just checking in with you guys, we're already in the month of uh, fe- February, the first week, and, you know, midweek, so we're this month's gonna fly by man and as you guys know if you guys have been listening to this podcast for some years years now you guys know i'm in the flower industry as well so uh next week we got valentine's that's coming up dang i don't know you guys um have wives girlfriends all that start damn start doing your thing now get get, get your gift or whatever you need to do do now hey but don't don't be afraid to also uh tell your significant other show some hints that you that you're like hey i want something too you know <laughs> no just messing with you guys but yeah that's coming up it's next week it's crazy it's already uh coming up you know when i was when i was younger and these uh dates would come up i used to dread it i used to be like oh man <clears throat> here comes the busy season you know and it, it wasn't that it was laziness it, w- it was more just that i didn't want that stress like of chaos phones ringing uh lots of people coming in people with lots of questions and everything <clears throat> those, those always seem to be somewhat like problematic right that that would just prolong the day and everything and throughout the years it was something where you know we needed a figure out a system we need to figure out a way to my like to narrow it down instead of having so many different questions and so many different things break it down make simplify it and make it really uh, easy for people to understand and and also um, already have those answers um, those those that the questions answered pretty much you know and um and throughout the years, you know, little by little, those things started to change our system, the way we worked and everything, which starts to become more efficient and, and more dialed in where now, you know, combined with the experience, but also the uh, with the system that we have now, it just it's not even a stressful thing. It's like a lot easier. It's super chill where I'm looking forward to it, you know, now. I'm like, dude, like, cool, it's here, you know? And uh, same with Mother's Day. When those when those busy holidays kick in, it's it's just, you know, it doesn't stress me out or anything. Uh, it gets me excited for when it's, like, busy like that. And whenever I go to, like, a restaurant, too, sometimes I see, you know, when places blow up, like, they get all busy and stuff. And I see the chaos and the hecticness, you know, and I and I see them multitasking and holding it down, and you know, I, I think to myself, dang, for the most part, some of the, some of these places are this is like every day, 
you know, every day there's chaos, every day there's something, you know, and, and then sometimes there's places that aren't, but the ones that are, I'm like, dude, if they could do this every day, you know, I shouldn't let it bother me if it's for like a week or whatever, you know, it should be, uh, it should be chill. So, but it's been cool. Like, you know, we got all this coming up, then it's going to be gone. Like, you know, we're like a week away. And then that's it. Boom. The holiday's gone. And then we're on to the next holidays and whatnot, right? So, you know, talking about that subject of, like, simplifying stuff, narrowing it down, you know, <clears throat> it's the same kind of concept that I go with with model building, you know? A lot of the times, you know, for someone who's new, that's stepping in, that is curious and is like, Hey, I want to, I want to start model building or even those that have been away for like 10, 15, 20 years and want to jump back into it. But when they see the level that it's at, it can be intimidating because you start going on Instagram and you start following, you know, certain artists on there and you start to see the level of work that they're at and it blows you away from engine detail work to the paint jobs to the stance color combinations interior you know the design the materials everything that's being used the wheels then you got artists that are designing things for 3d printing too and that's like a whole nother thing so they're there's just like so much to consume, so much stimulation that you're just like, man, like I want to do this. But now the, since the level of it is high, it's like you want to be on that, on that level too, right? From what you see, because that's what influences you. Like you see something really dope and you're like, I want to do that. You know, I want this one to be like that. I want my models to look like that. And sometimes when you're new to something and you have that high expectation, it puts a lot of pressure on your shoulders and a lot of weight and everything that you're just like, you're a bit hesitant to even start because there's just so much intimidation of not messing up. You want it to come out perfect. You know, maybe you don't know how to start and you might be a little embarrassed of asking someone because you're new to it and you might not know the person that well uh, but once in a while you like shout out a comment or say what's up or whatever you know show some love but there hasn't really been like a like a converse like a combo you know sparked up so it makes it a little hard and you know you'll, you'll find some information that'll pop up here and there and and if you dig through you know on youtube dig around you're gonna find stuff there too um, but sometimes it's crazy. Like there's some videos you can't even find anymore. I don't know if, if they got deleted or they're just like really hard to find and they just got lost in the, you know, in the pool of videos out there. Uh, but you know, I, I get these questions a lot, you know, on, on different platforms. Sometimes I get comments on TikTok and, and messages just, just asking like, Hey, um, 
you know, what do you recommend or, or, or what, what steps should I take? You know, uh, I'm scared to like start my model. Like this is my first one, you know? And what I would say is like a lot of these models that are new, that are, that are coming out, just know that if you do mess it up, you know, if you want to start over, you can always get another one and another one, you know, don't just feel like, like this is the one and, and that's it. And I'm not going to get any more, you know, and, and just don't set the bar too high for this first one, you know, just like starting things off back then, you know, it was a mystery, like, oh man, like how do I start or what and and then you change your development as as you progress and the more people you meet and then others recommend hey try this try this oh this is the way I do it this is the way I do it so you start to learn everyone's methods and and you start to try them all and little by little you start just kind of mashing it all up together where you come up with with yours and and sometimes you might just emulate someone. You go, man, like, if this is working for him, I can't go wrong either, you know? Because look at the results he's getting. So if you're starting off new or you're coming back to it, you know, this, this segment right here will be for you. So pretty much, you know, you get your model kit. I know lots, a lot of the times back then, people would say oh what i always wash it in water with dish soap when i get it out of the the box or i or i tear it out of the baggie because there's like a a film um like residue like little shininess like oily or whatever because you know when they pop these molds and everything right and you know back then i used to do that kind of stuff but then it, it just prolongs everything. It makes it like longer and longer and longer. And even even doing that, you're still gonna sand the car. You're still gonna wet sand it. So you're still you're gonna break through all that, right? And you're gonna wash it. You're gonna be washing it anyway. So now I don't even I skip that step. So open up the box. You get the model kit out. Your focus is gonna be on this body. And, you know, you look at the body, look at the scriptures and, and everything, the emblems, you know, everything that's on there, start to see like the roof, the doors, the trunk, the hood, and you can get your, uh, your 400 grit sandpaper, but I would recommend sponges. So you can get like the God hand ones, get a little bit of water and just start lightly sanding the body, right? So you're just passing through pretty much the whole body. Be careful with certain edges and, and then just, just wash it like after, right? Rinse it all out, get all that little debris out do the same for the hood if the hood's not attached to the body um you know other other pieces like the dashboard the the package tray even some of the seats you could go over it lightly and um you know 
most like Aoshima kits and Japanese kits, they don't have engines, so you won't really have to, you know, worry about that. If you are doing like an AMT, Mobius, Revell, that does come with an engine, I mean, you, you could wash it. There's not really going to be much to sand because it's so tiny, right? Um, I mean, you could wet it and all and just let it air dry. But for the, I know for the most part, I don't even do that. I just kind of let it be, you know? Like, all right, cool. I, I cut those pieces out of the, the tree, blew it all up. And then I go with my Tamiya Gray primer, shake that up, and uh, go ahead and, and I start priming the body and all the parts. When I primer the body, I let that sit out in the sun for maybe like a couple hours or outside you know um, and, and once that time passes it's, it's you can go back and start inspecting it and if you see uh, some areas that need to be sanding like flash which is like an excess of plastic that really thin plastic that sticks out that needs to come off uh, you know there's there's various forms of taking that off you could either use your hobby knife just cut cut it off really lightly or you could even just sand it down with that with that sanding sponge the 400 grit and once you get rid of all that you come back and you reprimer it and then you set it out right so another two hours pass bring it back in look at it and and if everything looks cool then all right let's get our 600 grit sanding sponge and let's wet sand this great primer so wet the whole body you know wet all the other parts as well then um, you can do a a light wet, wet sand over the whole body the doors package tray dashboard the trunk everything if um at that moment when you're doing all, all you're doing is is smoothing it out but bringing it up to speed to 600 grit just so it has some tooth for the paint then if no no primer should come off like it should already be tacked on to the to the plastic if for some reason you go too hard or or it just like comes off and then you know let's just say you have like a little patch that, ex that is exposing the primer then that that's fine just continue on and if, if more starts to be exposed then dry the whole body make sure it's nice and dry use like a carbon um, a carbon fiber a micro <laughs> fiber towel dry the whole body and just reprimer it again and um, let that dry and then go back over it again with the 600 just really light and now your body is going to be pretty much ready for, for paint. So just rinse that out. Get it nice and dry with the little towel. And from here, you have different options. So depending on the decision you made of what color you want the car to be, the theme that you're going for and everything, um, you have options. Uh, you could either go down the route of using, continue using Tamiya rattle cans. So 
you'll pick a color and then your clear coat at, you know that you'll layer after that so sticking to the same system if uh, if you're gonna you go splash paints you'll pick your color and then you pick your clear your 2k two-part clear and that would be for airbrush application another route would be if if you want to use like uh, like Createx, like waterborne, you know, colors. If you want to go down that route, um, the fourth option would be like House of Color paint. If you want to go using automotive urethane paint, custom colors, and all that. So there's those different different options, and that's one of the things I love about the Tamiya primer. It's very universal. So that right there is already protecting your your plastic and it's ready to receive the next application that you're gonna put over it. I named those four uh, paint systems because I've used those four. I know there's many more, but I have not used them. So as of right now, I'm not, you know, I, I can't recommend those right now. Um, but if, for you guys that have that experience at using those, you know, let me know what you're using. I'm curious to know for those that are already experienced uh, using something different. Uh, give me your two cents on, on, you know, that paint system. So let's say you, you go down the, the route of splash, right? So you get your paint, you shake it up, you agitate it. And let's just say it's like a Bayside blue, like a Bayside blue color. It's a nice, rich, bright blue color. And you're like, all right, well, if, if I shoot this color, this blue over this gray, it's gonna give me a, a certain tone. It might be a little darker. If I shoot this color over uh, like a white color, it's gonna be even more brighter and rich, right? So, and you might be thinking, well, you know, if I put two colors and it's gonna be too thick, and, and then what about the clear? Now, don't, don't worry about that. Like, these colors are very forgiving. They lay down thin when you're airbrushing. <clears throat> and, and you could definitely layer. So, you can, uh, you know, airbrush, like just a, a plain white color over the whole body. <clears throat> so now you have coverage over all the gray. So now your whole body's white. And um, then from there, now let me take a sip from my coffee. Hold on. <clears throat> so then from there, you can um, get your, your blue color and just airbrush right over it, your Bayside blue. As far as flash time, um, it could even be like 30 minutes or an hour, you know? You don't have to wait like so long. Like, you could do it right there and then because it's all lacquer paint. Um, it's You're not using different applications. Nothing crazy is gonna happen. So like after you spray the white, just wait 30 minutes or an hour. That paint lays out thin and it doesn't, it doesn't lay out like wet. Like it's not gonna be just like a, a bed of wet paint just sitting there. Like that stuff dries so fast and thin um, that it, it gasses out fast. Once 
once you layer that then you know you could go for your bayside blue hit it with that and and then you could wait after that because what, what's going to be next is going to be your clear coat but let's say you want to add decals and you want to go down that route this is the time to do it so after you wait another hour you could definitely uh, you know get your water slide decals and start applying them to the body uh, different places where you want to place your decals um, once you place your decals I would recommend to wait like at least like another day just so this way the, the water that's on there just is is fully dry and gone and there's no because sometimes you can look at a decal and be like oh yeah it looks dry the edges are dry but you never know there might be a tiny a small little uh droplet of water underneath the decal you know so also you know make sure you use like the proper tool like you could even use like a cotton swab like to absorb the the water from there and get some of that water off when you roll the the cotton swab like over the decal just to get everything out water is out and then you know the following day once every you inspect everything make sure everything's dry um, from there you can go ahead and start mixing your uh, your 2k clear so this is like their gloss clear it's uh oh no I think it's three to one so it's a uh, three three parts of clear and then one part of their um, their hardener and you stir that up and from here you know you, you get your airbrush and you first when you're gonna when you're gonna apply this this clear you want to make sure you you hit those small little areas like the front the grills um, the the side view mirrors and you go really lightly on those don't go don't go too crazy on those areas you got to go really light and then just do the body you know do some passes on the body because you're going to do like and go really light because that first one you go you want to do more of a mist and then you wait like 15 minutes let that dry and then you come back and you, and you hit another one and then you let that dry and then you do a final one and and that's that's going to be it for for that and then you want to wait at least like like six days that's going to be the part where it takes the longest that you're going to wait but i'm telling you you could be doing this all within one day to two days like if you want to work fast right um the same with like with like house of color you know once my cars are primered and and i've already inspected everything and i'm ready to paint and, and I already have my colors and everything. I mean, the only thing holding me back is myself, right? I'm trying to figure out the time, the schedule, like when am I going to paint? Um, I either have a window in the early morning because of my daily schedule with my family and work. Um, I don't have time to do it in, in the evening or midday. I don't have time to do any of that. Um, if I'm going to airbrush a car, like put some color on it, it's got to be in the day, like in the morning, early morning, like 8 a.m., um, and and sometimes it can be like 50 degrees 60 degrees 70 degrees depending you know what time of the year it is you know whether it's like the winter time the springtime summer you know fall it, it's always going to be different in the mornings 
before I used to let that kind of factor in, like, oh my God, like the weather, you know, this and that. Now I don't even trip. I'm in a, I'm in a garage, like spraying my stuff. The door's open. Whatever air is going to come in is going to come in, but it's not really going to affect what, what I got going on because I'm using one of those little spray booths, you know, and, and it's like, it's, it's just not, it's not that crazy. So even, even on a day, if it's raining, I know I could do it, but it's sometimes I just don't do it. I just get a little discouraged because I'm just like, eh, I feel like staying home. Right. But when my cars are ready and I got my paints and everything, and I know like, all right, I'm just going to airbrush the body for now. Like today, I just want to do the body. I know that all I need is like 30 minutes or an hour at max. And it's not for painting. The painting part's fast and quick. It's more for prep and then clean up at the end, right? So I always like to leave like my model in the booth like the night before. So this way I could just step in, put on my gloves, throw on my mask, turn on the compressor, uh, do... Uh, some test spray outs with the lacquer spray, uh, spray on the airbrush, uh, do some backwashes, make sure the needle's working fine and everything. And then I just pour in my paint and I start spraying, you know, and I just, I just start going and I very rarely run into any issues. If, if something happens, um, a hiccup or, or let's say, uh, a piece of lens or something just lands on the body as I'm painting it. I don't really trip. I just know that later I can always like remove that. Even if let's say uh, I remove it and, and you could still see it exposes the, the primer almost like if that piece of lint uh, took the hit for the for the primer like it took its spot for color. Um, you could still go back and touch it up real quick. It's not going to be nothing nothing crazy. So at this point, I just pretty much get the, the paint. I shake it up because it's already mixed in and uh, with its reducer. And I just start airbrushing it, you know, like on there. And, and then I just let it, you know, like, all right, cool, I'm done. This is, I'm going to let this flash out. I won't come to this probably, you know, if I'm in the mood to clear coat tomorrow, all right, cool. We're going to clear coat it tomorrow. If that's all I'm going to do, if it's a simple, just one color paint job, then that's the way it's going to go down. But let's say if I'm going to do water slide decals and I want to layer maybe another, another color of paint and all that, then the next color of paint could go on. Like, you know, it could go on later that day, but since my schedule doesn't allow it, I got to do it the next day. So the next day would be like, all right, maybe I'll do some back masking, you know, and all this. Or, or maybe I don't really have to do nothing too crazy of the back, back masking. All I got to touch it up is like right here, right here, and then boom, throw in some little fades. All right, that's it, done. And then if I want to do water slide decals, you know, I could always bring the car in that night and then do that. You know, wait a, wait a, a day or two, let those decals dry out, boom. All right, now it's time to uh, clear coat the car get it all nice and, and, uh, and clear coat it, you know, for the, the following days. And once that's done, then, you know, you, you just got to weigh it out. But I'm telling you, it's not that complex. It's not that uh, crazy. I think for the most part in our heads, we're thinking it's so much because we haven't done it, right? It, 
like it's like we're 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 overthinking it we're just overthinking it oh what about this what about this you know you just just jump in just do it like don't don't even trip like just do it up because there's going to be more hurdles down the road you know this is just the painting part later comes the assembly the assembly is like a whole nother thing you know and as you go you learn you know you learn oh man you know most models i've been building the windows go from the inside oh dang this one goes from the outside and i can, and they don't fit because i put too much clear you know i've had that happen to me and and i learned that now where now i just take super precaution with all those like little things um you know right now i'm at the point where i gotta paint a car and then later i gotta clear it and i already know that i gotta be very very careful on certain areas that i clear because there's the the plastic like you know glass that goes in those areas that i know that if if, if that buildup gets in there those things aren't going to go in there it's just not going to fit at all and and i'm just like man i gotta i gotta go like really really light i'm almost thinking like when i clear coat the car instead of the approach that i do of like you know hitting all those small little areas first and then i'm just gonna clear the car but focus more on the on the on the bigger parts of the car like the side body the uh the doors go really light on the front and back and then you know go back to my regular on the roofs on the you know the 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 hood and the trunk just to make sure that those areas you get plenty of clear up on there especially for polishing because that's that's those are the parts that are going to be most uh visible when someone looks at your car you know but but just to get started you know just to recap you want to get started let's just say you don't you don't want to use airbrush because that's a whole nother beast you're intimidated by it you just want to do rattle cans that's all you care about you know you just want to have the feeling of pulling out a kit primering it painting it and then putting clear on it all with rattle can that can be done that can be done it's nothing crazy like i said just to recap pull the model out wet sand it 400 grit around the whole body and and just you know wet it so you so you get all that debris out of off the body that you send it off all the little particles and everything and styrene dust <laughs> dry the body layer down your primer do another wet sand after that primer is dry with 600 grit clean the body dry it and then you know color of choice if you're gonna go with like a dark color cool you could just color spray right over that primer boom it's done and just let it chill let it dry out and everything and um and then you know the next day or two we got the time just come back and, and clear that car hit it with the with the gloss clear you're most likely gonna have to use like three coats of clear but just remember like when you spray it, the first coat just dust on that that first coat like 
lightly spray it on the body. Don't go heavy on it. Just lightly spray it. Uh, wait like 15, 20 minutes. If you have sun in your area, make sure you go out there, let the sun hit it. And um, and then when and then you come back and spray spray some more clear. And uh, and th- and wait another another 15, 20 minutes, and then just spray your final clear. And just eyeball it, eyeball it as you go. You know, I'm not I'm not telling you, oh, you're gonna have to get this gloss like crazy gloss finish. No, this is your first model. Learn learn from these experiences. You know, if if things go bad, or, or like a piece of you know, debris falls on it because of static or just something in the air. You know, don't don't beat yourself up about it. Like it's all good. You know, on the next one, you'll you'll get it, and then just keep keep kind of going from there. If if the clear you know shrinks down into the paint and it's not glossy and it looks kind of kind of trippy, you know, don't don't trip on that. You know, that's when you start to learn. Okay. There's a big difference between 2K clear and just regular gloss clear from uh, Tamiya, you know. <clears throat> and then you start to notice the difference between 2K clear and House of Color show clear. You start to notice big differences on that. So you're just stepping up, leveling up as you go. Um, but just jump in, don't trip. You know, in the future, I am going to want to host something where uh, I've been talking to some friends about this where I want to do a get together uh, you know like a like a private get together with modelers you know everything RSVP you come through you bring your project if it's something new or something you've been working on that maybe you're you're struggling with or whatever or you want to learn something you know we're gonna we're gonna take care of it right there we're gonna you know go over things um you know do some demos and stuff like that even for those that don't know how to airbrush you know they could get a feel for it right there because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things man that that go into it i know for my airbrush i use the hpcs from iwata and man this this thing is like it's such a dope airbrush hands down one of the best airbrushes out there um and you know the the one thing that for many years out when i was using it that i i never really liked you know i never said anything until later started bothering me was the the push down button and the pullback for uh you know the the little lever there right and and then Iwata came out with this like really dope airbrush for those that like to airbrush like portraits, you know, pictures and all this stuff on canvases and on cars and all this stuff, right? And it made me think, all right, they just came out with this like really expensive, dope Japanese airbrush that's like this like signature series, right? And I was paying attention to, like, all right, what's in that airbrush that makes it special, right? And, I mean, it's, like, the, the smallest, thinnest, like, needle. It's almost, it could airbrush, like, the size of a hair. So thin, right? And they made me think, all right, well, how many hours are these dudes 
you know, applying to the, to these uh, paint jobs they're doing, these portraits. It must be thousands of hours, right, over time that I started to make me think, like, okay, well, if, if it's taking them this long to do all that, it must definitely, like, jack up their finger or, or make their finger really, like, super tired, you know? It, it was making me think about that. So I was like, because I know with me, I'm just using, you know, I'm, I'm painting for periods of time, but not thousands of hours, nothing like that. But how, how can I modify my airbrush to make it even more, like, better, more convenient, more, you know, like, soothing for my hands and for my finger? So, I, the thing that stood out was the lever. It was a way different one. It wasn't a round little lever. It, it had, like, it was more wider and flat at an angle. And it looked like it had these little ridges, like little teeth on there too that i was like oh shoot that looks like you can get some nice grip when you pull that back so i was like they have to sell that part they have to you know so i ended up finding the part on its own that that comes originates from that airbrush and then i just went ahead and um i purchased it and I later saw a video from Coast Airbrush where they show where you could actually do a swap on that to upgrade the airbrush even more. And I was like, dude, that's dope. Like, that's that's the thing. That's, that's what I want to do. Got it in. I swapped it on my first HPCS. Started using it. And I was like, oh, my God. This is just like, it makes it even better. Like, this airbrush is even more more better and um, I went ahead and got another one for another HPCS that I have because I use one for paint and one for clear so now I mean those two things I just love pulling that lever back even when I clean the airbrushes and I just um, I just have them in hand I just like messing with them like pulling that finger back right and I told friends about it. I don't know if they've done the upgrade, you know. I tell them about it. But it's one of those things you don't know until you until you try it. Until you have that airbrush in your hand and you pull pull that trigger back. You know, and you go, dang. Like, this feels way better. Way better than the other one. So, that those are like things like that where I want to link up with people. And, you know get together we do this up and also talk about like my compressor that i use for my wada just to kind of let people know you know this is how you turn it on how you turn it off how you uh you know after you're done after so many sessions how you have to uh unscrew there's a bottom screw on there because there's a lot of moisture that builds up in water in the tank that you gotta um, release and and get that out out of there so this way that, um, you know, you don't, you don't mess up your tank over the years or you just don't want a bunch of water leaking out. Like, you got you got to maintain and do maintenance to it. And then also uh, just show people about the PSI level of uh, where I set it uh, and just kind of leave it there. Because 
sometimes we toy around with that too much and we're always getting different results but once you get it down to a certain psi level where this is like your norm and you just lock it down and that's it and you just leave it there and then you know you never mess with it i never i never mess with mine i just leave it um at this point i think i have it at 20 and i just leave it there um you know before it was like 18 i always play around those two but now i just kind of don't even look at it I, it's just down there you know um locked in I know some people like to mess with it. They, they put it up really high when they want to blow the model and, and get it dry and, and all this stuff. And others others don't. Others just leave it. I know Armando Flores just leaves his and locked and that's it. He doesn't even like look at it anymore. It's just, it's just an accurate level. As, as long as he's getting accurate air, he's good, you know? And, and I know that comes with... with with skill and practice over over time, you know you ma- you make it happen. Um, but every everything is possible, man. It's all possible. It's nothing nothing too crazy to make you feel like, oh man, I, I can't I can't do this. I can't do this uh, to this paint job or whatever. Wanting to learn, you know, you gotta have that that drive of wanting to learn. Oh, another thing I want to bring up right now is uh, one thing that I know for sure. I haven't tested it yet. I want to. I'm going to get my hands on one. So, Manny from Tropical Glitz out in Florida unveiled uh, their their flake that it's now bottled where you can basically uh, spray it. So, they already compress it in a, in a rattle can. And you can go and, and just spray out their flake so the flake that i always use is the 0.004 that's that's like a like the perfect scale for our scale models right and 124 125th for the most part i've always had to use a harbor freight airbrush to make that application but those are like those throwaway airbrushes where it's gonna work or it's not it could be clogged up and then you toss it you got to get another one right and uh, and when I was like seeing this I was like wait a minute this could be a, a game changer right here these are my predictions but until I like I said until I get my hands on it and I try it out then I'm like yo like this that's it you know like this is a product right here so pretty much let's say you uh prime your car and now you airbrush it with like orion silver max now your your car is really bright metallic you know silver you put it under the sun it's like very rich right popping and now you're like all right i want to i'm gonna go ahead and um flake the whole the whole body or just the roof whatever right you can get this rattle can that already has flake, shake it up, and spray your flake on the body. And once you're done with your session, what he recommends is you put the can away but upside down so all the flake agitates to the top of the, of the can, right? Because it's upside down. So this way, when you're going to use it, you flip it back. 
and then all the flake falls down. Um, so once that's all your your th- your parts flaked up, dry, the next day, or probably even later that day, like after a certain hour, maybe three or four hours, you could already start cleaning your car. But I know for myself, I'd wait like the next day, right? And then boom, start cleaning your car. And next thing you know, it's like you just flake something so fast, right? Not having to go through this whole like process of like searching for the airbrush, connecting it, seeing if it works or not, you know? It's already there, like it's, it's so easy. You know and um, very convenient and I was having a conversation about that with Armando and I was telling him man if if you try it out or I try it out whatever like if one of us tries it out and we get some results from this that works for us that benefits like the cars dude in the model car industry god dang it's it's gonna be a game changer right there big time we're going to start to see more and more cars flake right there, you know, because I know that's the flake I've been using for years. I love that flake. The Platinum Plus, it's very bright and rich. And when you candy over that, it just pops. Even if you just clear over that, it pops. That stuff's like so dope. So it's definitely going to be a, a game changer right there. Um, once, once we... Uh, conduct some tests on that right there Um, and if you've seen it or if not make sure you check it out uh, on on Instagram it's Tropical Glitz check them out right there they got some cool stuff um, on there and uh, but yeah I I do want to I do want to check out that can I'm very very curious about that to try that out because dang it just it looks cool even if if you're like doing bigger stuff like let's even like a a skateboard you could just do it with that you could spray that flake over with that can just change the size of the request like or when you order the different size of uh, flake since now you're going to a higher scale you want that flake to be a, a bit bigger uh, some people combine even two sizes of flake for for more uh, more dance, more shine. Um, you know, a bigger to small. <sighs> it, it works really good. Uh, man, I'm just tripping out right now because I'm driving on these highways and I'm just seeing. You know, there's just so much green right now in the land and. Like yesterday, everything was just drenched in water. Everything was just like so wet, puddly, muddy, cold. Now the sun's out. It's like, it's just really, uh, it looks really nice. The, the roads are dry and everything. It's it's a trip, man. It's a trip how, uh, how this whole thing uh, happens, you know? And, and they kept they kept saying that, that oh there's a drought there's a, what drought there's like so much water now it's crazy there's like too much too much water um, but man this this month's you know going by I know you guys are gonna enjoy this weekend for those of you that watch sports I know you guys are gonna enjoy the 
the Super Bowl. Uh, that's coming up. For myself, that's more like a work weekend, you know. Um, I know I'll, I know. later when I check on X, I'll be able to see, you know, like who won or like some highlights or something like that, you know, uh, for the most part. But I know everything else. You guys are going to be watching it right there. And then that's cool. That's all good. Um, but, you know, the, the Lambos that I got in the Aventadors, there's a, I'm, I'm going to be building one. There, there's, there's one of them that I got and I'm like, all right, this is, this is the one I'm going to build this one. And I got really curious about the disc brakes. I started like talking to KC about it, slowly models like, yo, like I'm going to build this one, but check it out. I think these are, this is the PE that I can use with it too. Even though on the cover, it's not this version of Liberty Walk because this just came out. But they have, Aoshima has released Aventadors in the past. And there is an Aventador PE set that they made in the past too. So I acquired one of those PE and I was like, I'm going to go ahead and, um, and open it up and look at the instructions and even open up this one. And I'm just going to combine and see if it fits. You know, and this is this is like on some like Cinderella, you know, if the shoe fits type thing, you know. And um, so I'm like, I'm just going in there and I'm comparing the disc brakes, you know, some of the interior parts, the dashboard and all this other stuff. And dude, it's looking really good. It's looking really, really good. Like it's it's gonna be the same the same 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 right just visually seeing it it looks like it fits right but the next test would be to pull out the stuff and actually go for it right so i'm waiting to do that because i want to do it on video um i wanted i'm gonna be doing a youtube video where i'm gonna show the kit and I want to unbox it. Like, I'm going to pull all the stuff out to show you guys what comes in the kit. And um, and then I also want to talk about the PE set. And then we're going to do the, the test. All right. Uh, you know, I'm going to record it. All right, guys. I'm, I'm going to show you guys to see if this fits. And if it's a go. And, and if it's no go, then it's no go. But at least you guys get to see. Right? Um. I want to share this process with you guys as I'm doing this, this part, because I mean, those Lamborghinis are just beautiful, you know, and if, and if it fits on that, dude, it's going to fit on the other Aventador releases too, that are from, that are Liberty Walk Editions. It has to, because I really doubt that they were going to spend more extra money to change even that tooling like the disc brakes and all this stuff you know what i mean like i know for sure that they were going to spend more money on the molds like on the exterior body because that's that's the look we're going for right so um that's something i'm excited about right there is uh recording these videos uh putting them together i think once this holiday passes within a week i'll knock these videos out unless if there's some time in between 
Uh, but those those will be some some future uh, vids that I want to uh, that I definitely want to put out there uh, for those that are curious and one wanting to build an Aventador Liberty Walk Edition. Um, man, there there's just so many Lambos out right now. Those things are just hot. You know, Liberty Walk, Aoshima, uh, the PZY. All those, um, yeah, I'm already like sold out of those kits. Like those kits are gone. The ones that I got in. If uh, I'll see, I might, I might be able to get more. I'm not sure yet. You see, I had, I had said that I might just do a run with them, get that in and out. I'm not sure if I'll, if I'll do another one. Um, because I know, I know those that wanted them, they already got them. You know, they acted fast. They copped them. And they got them in hand. And I'm just looking forward to seeing them get built. I know there's model shows coming up, you know, for the summer, for the fall. So I hope that by then I start to see those cars being built for then, you know, for those times. Because that gives you plenty of time to work on these, to get them ready for these shows, you know. Uh, there was different options of liveries, you know, you might want to add carbon fiber. There's just so much stuff that you can do with these cars to play around. And even that, I mean, it's going to just look so dope to see a bunch of Lambos, a bunch of exotic cars all lined up, slammed, cambered wheels, you know, detail parts, all this stuff, man. It's just going to look so dope right there. You know, I, I look at my... Uh, my Liberty Walk Lambo, the, the first one, the Huracan, first one I built, and man, I'm just like, every time I see it, um, I'm always like, man, this car is like so sleek, like, you know, and when you see them in person, you're like, man, I'm like so tall compared to this car, this car is like short, or whatever, and they stand out, so it's a very sexy car that you're like, man, I, I just want to build another one of these, and I, I know that Aventador is like, I got to do one of these, I want to do this one, definitely want to do this one. So, uh, that's going to be like the next, uh, model up right there that I definitely want to, uh, build up. Um, but with the PE, man, it's a trip back then. I never paid attention to photo etch, you know, it was there. I was just like, yeah, that's cool. You know, like I'll just build my models here and there, you know, glue it all together and it's done. I got my model. And then, you know, you start seeing other cars and you start to see like, oh man, like, where'd you get that? Or what is that? You're like, what the heck? And then, oh yeah, PE, PE, what? photo edge, photo edge. The heck is that? And then you go, oh, that's the stuff I used to see at the stores. Oh man. And then you start noticing like, there's only certain ones that are dedicated for certain cars. And then there's some parts that are universal for many cars. And then you got like David from Detail Junkies that starts killing it, busting out with P sets that were never even made. His own original P sets for these cars, dedicated cars. And you're like, oh my God, like there's just so much like out there, you know? Then you got Lloyder Model Car Parts collabing with David and then they start doing more PE. You're like, oh man. And um, it just, 
it just keeps getting crazy, like, from there, you know? Um, and now, we're at that point where you got, like, Mr. Model, um, you know, these Aoshima B sets that are out. You know, there's so many dedicated ones that are to models, but then you start getting curious, like, oh, man, I could use this for this, you know? Or, or sometimes you get, like, some P parts that are left over, and you're like, I'm going to save this. And then when you got your little stash of PE parts, you dig around. For your next project, you're like, ooh, this is going to come perfect. And then it ends up working out that way. And you just you start getting crazy, dude, and uh, creative with your stuff. You start like, oh, I could cut this out. This could be a new little, like, I could use this for a grill. Oh, this could be for a mesh. Oh, this could go in the interior. You know, you, you start getting addicted to this stuff. And then you start, like, kind of hoarding it. You start buying a bunch of it. Future build, future build. Especially when, when you find out, ooh, they don't make this no more. This is done. You don't know when they're going to come back out with it again. But you're like, oh, this is this is it. This is it for this one. And, um, and, and you just kind of start going from there. So it's pretty cool. Like, all the, all the stuff you start, you start seeing there, you know. Uh, but, but, yeah, like... If you guys, if you guys have any recommendations of like PE, let me know. Like, I know on my site I carry certain products, certain brands and stuff, and you know I got people telling me, "Man, you, you got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff." And and then I get others that ask me, "Are you gonna get this? Are you gonna get that?" And sometimes it's stuff I don't even have in the in the site. Leave me a message or just comment. You know when this goes up. If it's on YouTube or wherever I post it, you know, let me know, like, you know, what do you recommend for my website? That's what I want to know, you know, because I'm always learning. I'm always open to learn and I'm always learning from you guys. I want to know, like, what what is something that I don't have that I should get? What's something that you guys recommend that's like, dude, you need to get this in your store. Like, this definitely, like, this is this is dope right here. You should definitely get this. You know, these parts are good or, or these parts are not so good. You know, stuff like that, especially with the detail stuff, you know, with materials, um, you know, the, the, the kit brands, things, things like that. It'd be, it'd be pretty dope to know more of the internal, you know, because I know, you know, from my experience, but then my homies that I have, you know, that I, that I speak with, you know, homies on Instagram, the community, you know, they're, they're always, like, letting me know as well on stuff. But for you guys that are, you know, listening to this podcast or, lis- or listening to this on YouTube, model builders, you know, from every levels, just, just let me know. Let me know. Because um, this this will benefit both, right? I'll be able to search for this stuff, see where I can get it. And if I can get it, I can make it available. Because what if it's not even available here? What if it's only available overseas and, and, I, and I manage a way to get it? You know what I mean? Like, and then it's more accessible. I don't know. Um, another thing, too, um, I, I, I sent out an email blast. And I'm going to do a post later just letting everybody know for model kits, 
um, I'm I'm running. You know, I I know I've been doing the right now like limited time offer. If you buy three model kits, uh, like three or more, it's ten uh, percent off. Now it's I also added if if you want to do like four kits or more, then it's fifteen percent off. So those are two options right there. So if you either do the the first. The first option of, of buying three model kits, you get 10% off all the kits. Or if you if you get four model kits, it's 15% off. But you guys will see that. That post will be up um, on the, my Instagram, you know, and other, like, social media platforms. It's all going to be up there right there. But this, uh, I'm doing this sale, you know, I need to move more kits. I need, I need to get rid of more kits. And also, I know a lot of you guys are collectors. A lot of you guys collect these kits to build or even just to have in the stash. And, um, and you know, the, the more, it's like the more kits you get, the more discount uh, benefit you get on there. You know, you could even, and, and there's no code, just add to cart. So, like, if you visit the website, skillwriters.com, just whatever kits you're interested in, just add them to cart and see the kind of uh, discount savings you get right there. Just add to cart and it gives you a breakdown when you do the three. And if you're curious, just add a fourth and see how much that changes right there, you know? So uh, that's that's something that's in place right now. No code needed. It's a, a limited time offer. So, um, you know, I'm, later, later, you know, that, that offer will will end not right now i'm just gonna leave that on but uh you know when, when i get to a point later to uh to take that off i will but yeah that's the the limited limited time offer right there uh just so you guys know and uh and man what else what else so uh, uh oh yeah there's i know there's a model show coming up uh, in ventura this is by uh, ventura hobbies that's coming up. I'll uh, spread some information on that later. I don't have, as, you know, I'm driving right now. I don't have the flyer right in front of me. I know it's going to be at the Ventura Fairgrounds towards the end of this month in February. And um, I, unfortunately, I won't be there. I won't be there vending or anything like that. I'm going to be busy that day. Uh, but, but please, uh, I'll spread word. If you guys, you know, want to come out or anything, you know, just know that that, that show's coming up. Uh, but it's a, the Ventura Hobby Show. You can even just Google it too, and you'll be able to find some information on that um, for uh, for Ventura Hobbies. It's the Model Fest 2024, February, coming up in uh, the city of Ventura, Ventura County, Ventura Fairgrounds. Dang, it's coming up. But uh, I'm gonna let you guys go though. I'm already uh, getting ready to pull up right here. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Any questions, you know, all this stuff, just get at me. Um, you know, info at scaleriders.com. That would be a, a great place to, to hit me up. Just email me uh, right there. Also, make sure to subscribe uh, to the email list because um, there will be more sales and things coming up for the website. So, all right, guys, peace out. 65 Lokes, I'm out.